0: Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. once again to our podcast, Always Abounding. This is your host, Brother Keith Stensis, here in the country of Uganda, East Africa. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that uh, when you go to your podcast platform, uh, you have uh, literally hundreds of thousands of choices to listen to, and if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you made that choice, and I thank you for that, and uh, thank you for allowing me to come into your day, and I hope and pray that uh, as a result of that, uh, this program might be a help and a blessing to you and your family, and an encouragement to you as you always abound in the work of the Lord. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I'm so thankful uh, that the work that we do for the Lord is not in vain. It is not in vain, and uh, it is just a great, great encouragement Uh, to know that uh, we can serve the Lord, and we may not get man's appreciation, we might not get man's approval or man's applause, uh, but when we always abound in the work of the Lord, as we have been instructed to do, uh, we can rest assured that our labor is not in vain in the Lord, and uh, I just, I just thank God so much for that, and uh, what a blessing it is to be a part of part of a family, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, part, part of the family of God, uh, whereby he never forgets what we do. He never, he, he does not forget our labor of love. He does not forget the labor that we do for the Lord. He does not forget the, uh, what we do to always abound in the work of the Lord. And uh, he said, it's not in vain. He says, I'm going to reward you. I'm going to remember what you've done and uh, what a blessing it is to be a part of such a wonderful, wonderful family. Well, I ask that you pray for us uh, this next week. Uh, we are going to be going up north, and uh, we're going to be going up to uh, Kalido. Uh, Kalido is a place where we, God has led us to uh, work, uh, not just uh, here in Masaka, uh, where our where my office is, where our home is, where our home uh, main church is down here, but up in the northeastern part of Uganda in a place called Kalido. And uh, God has brought me in contact with uh, many, many, many different churches up there uh, that are in great need of pastoral training, pastoral counseling, and uh, just uh, working in the area of mentorship, uh, helping them to organize their churches, doing everything we can. And a lot of these guys up here uh, in the Calito area, uh, they have a lot of zeal. Uh, but not very much knowledge, and uh, and so what we try, what we're trying to do is help them a little bit with the knowledge and uh, teaching the word of God, and and just working with them one on one, helping them to be better pastors and to better care for their churches. Now, uh, we have been going up there uh, every three months. Uh, for our tri-annual Bible Institute. And uh, so we bring all the pastors into one place and uh, we teach them through a particular series, maybe a book of the Bible or a topic. And uh, so we teach them all at once. And so that's kind of our main time, three times a year where we get everybody together. But in the off months, we uh, have divided up all the pastors into two groups. And so this first group of pastors will be 22 uh, pastors that we'll be meeting with next week week. And uh, just sitting down with them, and we're going to really uh, begin emphasizing uh, discipleship with them. We're going to be really emphasizing uh, their own personal beliefs. Uh, We found that many of these men who are pastors, uh, unfortunately, because of the zeal and because of their uh, desire to see a church in their area, they were kind of put in there as a pastor And uh, so we want to determine, you know, are these men called of God? Are they qualified to be in these positions? And if so, uh, what do they know about the Word of God? What do they know about the Scripture? And uh, so we're going to be working with them on that and just sitting down with them one-on-one and uh, really getting to know them, really getting into uh, what they believe and where they stand. Uh, So again, my ultimate purpose is that we might establish and leave churches here in Uganda that are going to continue on and uh, they are going to continue on in the faith. They're going to continue on with the preaching, the gospel, discipleship, uh, long after I am gone. So please, please pray for that ministry. Uh, It is a great ministry. I love teaching pastors. I love teaching God's men, and and I love seeing it when they put it to practice. And uh, every time I go up there, they just show so much appreciation and and thankfulness uh, for someone that would come up and take the time to, uh, to teach them. And so please pray for that. Uh, also, my wife is going to be teaching the pastor's wives, and uh, this is something that is new, and uh, so there's going to be, just as I have 22 pastors, she'll, Lord willing, have 22 pastor's wives, and uh, she's going to be teaching them how to be uh, the right kind of pastor's wife, how to be uh, a leader leader in, amongst the ladies in the church and how to teach the ladies in the church, uh, how to develop their own personal life, as well as their own personal discipleship. And then a third part of our ministry is my sister, Alicia. Uh, she is going to be teaching the, uh, the ladies that are involved in teaching the children's ministry. And uh, so that is going to be the one that has the most challenge because uh, I've got 22 men. Uh, my wife has 22. Ladies, uh, but uh, my sister has three teachers coming from each church, from each children's ministry, uh, so she's going to have 66. Uh, people that she is teaching uh, in that uh, that ministry there. And so she has got a lot of things on her plate. And so just pray for us. Uh, we love what we're doing. We're excited about it, but it does take a lot of work. It takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of money. And uh, so we'll just pray that God will supply, pray that God will give us exactly what we need uh, to be able to do this work up in Kalito and uh, help these uh, men and women grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Well, uh, you know, in this podcast, uh, I try to keep it fresh, and I try to not get in a rut necessarily. Uh, I I, I try to be uh, sensitive to the Holy Spirit and as far as what He would have me to talk about on this podcast, as I encourage you uh, to always abound in the work of the Lord. And uh, so we've been going verse by verse through the book of James, and uh, every once in a while, we'll just take a, a, a detour away from James. James and just give you something else that the Lord has laid on my heart uh, to to speak to you about. But we're going to come back to James today and uh, we're going to look here in uh, James chapter 1 and verse number 22. James chapter 1 verse number 22. And again, be mindful that uh, the book of James is a book that is very, very uh, practical for anyone who wants to always abound in the work of the Lord. It really gets down to everyday practical Christianity. And and again, it's not so much a doctrinal book as you see the book of Hebrews or the book of Romans or Corinthians and these. It's just a very practical book on how believers can serve the Lord uh, in the world that we live in today. And uh, so I thought this book would be very appropriate uh, for this podcast, and I hope that as we go through it, uh, it continues to be a help to you. Notice the Bible says in verse number 22, but be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Now, we've been talking about the word of God in verse number 21. We're supposed to receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. And uh, once again, that is not talking about salvation from your sins. It is just talking about salvation from ruining your life. It's talking about salvation from making wrong decisions. Uh, It's talking about salvation from keeping you going straight and and keeping you on the right path. And uh, so this is what the word of God will do for God's people. And so he says, uh, knowing that the word of God is able to save your souls he said listen you need to make sure that you are a doer of the word and not a hearer only now here is the what i believe the common denominator of most every problem with god's people in god's church most people in the church i think of my home church capital city baptist church in austin texas i think of the church here masaka independent baptist church here in uganda I believe that the underlying common denominator problem of most churches is not a lack of knowledge. It is not a lack of understanding the word. Most people that go to church, they know the Bible. They've heard the stories from when they were uh, just a little kid. Uh, they, could, they could give you the books of the Bible in order. They could tell you all the stories, and, and uh, they can win the sword drills, and they, they, they have a great knowledge of the Bible, but I believe the common denominator and, and what we could get as the basis for all the difficulties and all the problems and all the things that we suffer with in our local churches is found in this very verse, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Because most of the time, and I'm including myself in this, most of the time we are very good at hearing, and we're very good at going to church, and we're very good at saying amen, and we're very good at saying praise the Lord, and we're very good at saying hallelujah, and, and preacher, I agree with you, and pastor, we're behind you, and but all we do is hear it, but we never do it. We never do the word, we never do what God commands us to do, and because we never do, we're constantly hearing and we're constantly getting an influx of knowledge, but that knowledge is never getting from the mind down to the heart. It's never getting from the mind down to the will and 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 so, because of that, we continue to go to church, and we continue to and and I believe if you would ask most preachers I, I was just listening to a a message uh yesterday preached by uh, Pastor James Knox there in Deland Florida and uh pr- listened to a message, and he was saying that one of the one of the things that weighs on him more than anything else. In his ministry is the constant preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching of truth, but nobody does anything about it. Nobody changes. We acknowledge it, and we, we, we hear it, and we know it's there, and we know what the Bible says, but we don't do it. And so he says he says you need to be doers of the word. If the word of God says do something, we need to do it. Don't just hear that it needs to be done. Make a conscious decision when I hear that there is something that I am supposed to do, I'm going to do it. I'm not just going to hear about holiness. I am going to be holy. I'm not just going to hear about the need for going soul winning. I am going to do it. I'm just not going to hear about the importance of giving. I am going to do it. I'm not just going to hear about being kind. I'm going to do it. All right. And so we have to make a conscious decision if we are going to abound in the work of the Lord. We have got to get from this continual, uh, this continual mode of hearing. I mean, we we're in church three times a week. We're reading our Bible every day. We're listening to podcasts, we're listening to messages, we're listening, we're, and so we're constantly getting an influx of spiritual information, but it's not having any effect on our lives. It's not changing us in any way. And, and, and I believe that just as, as, as a pastor would say how that grieves him, how do you think that grieves our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who gave us his word as a manual so that we would know how to live the Christian life, we would know what to do to please him, and yet we don't do it. We know we're supposed to pray. We hear it all the time. I mean, that's one of the tenets of of Christianity. We know we're supposed to pray, but how much time did you spend with the Lord in prayer this morning? We hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. We hear it all the time, and I think sometimes we hear it so much, our ears just become numb, and it just loses its effect. It's kind of like here in Uganda, I was, I was talking, joking around the guys yesterday. The, the, the guys here in Uganda, uh, they, they go barefoot all the time, from the time that they're just little kids up, and, and their feet, the bottoms of their feet are like leather. I mean, I grimace if, if, I'm, if I'm walking from my house to my car on the sidewalk um, here, I, I grimace sometimes because every little stone, every little piece of sand or something just sends pain shooting up through my foot. And, and the guys here always laugh at me because everywhere I go, I wear shoes. And yet these guys will go out on the rocks and they'll play, they'll play soccer and they'll do all this kind of stuff, and, and it just doesn't bother them. And it, I just sit back in amazement. But, but what has happened? Those feet have been on those stones and those rocks and, and the pavement all of their life, and they've built up a, a thickness of skin, and, and so now it just doesn't bother them. And I think that's what we've done in our ears We have built up such a callousness in our ears, we hear it over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. But we don't do it. We don't do it. Now notice he says, deceiving your own selves. So if you are just a hearer and you're not a doer, you are actually, you're deceiving yourself. You are thinking that you are at a certain status, and this is where it comes into this principle of always abounding. Sometimes we think, oh, I, I'm, I'm serving the Lord, and oh, I'm staying faithful, and, and, and I'm going to church, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything that is expected of me. But yet when it comes down to the basic tenets of Christianity, prayer and Bible reading and soul winning and giving and faithfulness and holiness and all of these things that that we need to be implementing in our lives, we deceive ourselves and we uphold ourselves as some type of uh, epitome of religion when in fact the Word of God is trying to tell us over and over how much we need to change. We deceive ourselves. How many people today go to church day in and day out, and they go home and they have a religious satisfaction? I have been satisfied religiously. I have done what has been expected of me. I have fulfilled my, my, uh, the, what people think I should do because I call myself a Christian, and so don't tell me anything else from that point on. You deceive yourself. You're not going anywhere in life. You're not going anywhere for the Lord. Now he explains in verse number 23 what he means by deceiving yourselves. He says, For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man uh, beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. I, I love this illustration because it is such a perfect illustration. You get up in the morning, I I got up this morning and, and I looked in the mirror and what hair I have left was sticking up all over the place. So what is the mirror telling me? The mirror is telling me I've got a problem. The mirror is telling me I look like a clown. The mirror is telling me, hey, don't go out in the world, don't go outside of this house until you've combed your hair. But I look at the mirror and I say, hey, it looks all right to me. Looks okay to me. I don't see a problem. And and that's exactly what we do when we go to service after service after service after service and listen to preacher after preacher after preacher, podcast after podcast, whatever it is, however you listen to the preaching, and we hear it over and over and over again. And God is trying to speak to our hearts, and God is trying to convict us, He's trying to change us. And we just look at ourselves and say, I don't see a problem. I don't don't, don't see what's wrong. I'm a pretty good person. I'm, I'm a pretty good Christian. And we don't allow God to get into our life and see how truly wicked we are and how little we really do for God. He says you're like a man that beholds himself in a glass and forgets what manner of man he was. He looks at himself, he sees the problem, but he goes his way and forgets what manner of man he was. How many times have I been to messages and, or, or church services and heard the messages and God speaks to my heart and God tells me I need to change and God tells me I need to do something different and, and, and I need to, uh, to do something better. I need to uh, take off a little bit here. I need to add on something here. And, 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 and I look at it and I hear it. And the mirror is right there telling me my condition. And then I go home, and I forget what manner of man I was. And I continue to live a life that is deceiving myself into thinking that my Christianity is okay. But, verse number 25, Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If you and I will take a look in the mirror and look in the word of God and not just walk away, but continue therein until the problem's fixed. When I got up this morning, I stayed in front of the mirror until I was presentable. I stayed in front of the mirror until my hair was combed, until my face was washed, until my my beard was trimmed. I I, I did all of that in front of the mirror. I stayed there. I continued therein until the problem was taken care of. Now, you and I both know that we're never going to reach perfect status. We're never going to reach perfect condition in our physical well-being until we stand before the Lord one day with a perfect glorified body. And so what he's telling us here is, listen, we not only need to look into the perfect law of liberty, but we need to continue there, and we need to stay in front of the mirror so we continually see this is a problem, and this is a problem, and this is an area I need to change, and this is something I need to add, and this is something I need to do extra. And the Word of God is continuing to mold us and make us and conform us to the image of God. But if we get away from the mirror... We deceive ourselves into thinking, hey, you know what? I'm okay. I'm just like everybody else. I don't need to change that. I don't need to add that. But God says if you'll continue therein, you're not going to be a forgetful hearer, but you're going to be a doer of the work. You're going to see the problem, and you're going to take care of it. You're going to see where you're lacking, and you're going to take care of it. You're going to see what you need to do right, and you're going to do it. And God says, this man shall be blessed in his deed. He'll be blessed. There's blessings for the one who will be obedient to the word of God. If you and I are going to always abound in the work of the Lord, if we're going to go to the next level, if we are going to increase in what God desires for us to do for the Lord, then, my friend, we got to get in front of the mirror. And we've got to let the mirror tell us the problems, tell us where we need to change, and then we need to stay in front of the mirror until it's changed. We need to do what God tells us to do. I'm so tired in my own life of going to the altar. I've heard it, I've heard it, I've heard, I've heard it a thousand times. And then I go home and I forget all about it. You're deceiving yourself. You're thinking you're okay. Let me tell you something, we're never okay. We have a long way to go. The Bible says we need to measure ourselves to the stature of Christ. And that will never happen until we get to heaven. So every day of our life, we need to be abounding and abounding and abounding and abounding, changing this, being more holy, adding this, adding that, doing everything we can to be more and more like Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that was a help and a blessing to you and uh, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Don't forget uh, that if you have not done so already let me encourage you to subscribe to this podcast wherever those podcast platforms are. There's many of them out there uh, but subscribe to the podcast and I hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Every Friday we upload a new podcast and uh, try to bring you up to date about what's happening here in Uganda and uh, letting you uh, know how the ministry is going, how our family is doing and I hope so i hope that that keeps you more connected with us uh but as well trying to encourage you to always abound in the work of the lord if you want to leave a comment uh do so on your on that podcast uh uh, platform you're at or you can send me a text message uh my text message number is 512-409-5245 512-409-5245 uh you can send a text message there i'd be glad to hear from you Uh, maybe i have a comment or a uh criticism about the podcast. I'd be glad to hear both uh, both types and uh, be glad to look at it and see how we can do better uh, here uh, with this uh, Always Abounding podcast. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you want to learn more about of our ministry, uh, you can always go to our website, uh, kstensisfamily.com, kstensisfamily.com, or you can email me at Keith at kstensisfamily.com. Keith at kstensisfamily.com. And uh, we would love to hear from you. Well, thank you so, so very much uh, for being a part of the podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me into your day. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next Friday. God bless you so much. Have a wonderful day in the Lord. We want to thank you for listening today. We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.